Really? Yeah. That's from their podcast. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Now we're going to have to confirm that. Yeah. No, I'm pretty positive, actually. See if you can find it. I'm going to find it. Let's find see. it on the find it on your your digital device. Why don't you tell them where we are? Did, well, and what we are and an, who we are. Well, welcome to worship distributed distributed. What if we were a worship distribution center? You know what I mean, like a Sam's Club of worship. <laughs> you know, everything's really big. It's like big. They don't have an opener. I would like to I don't Is that their podcast? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if it's It's funny that the thing we you play it and it's about trans people. That's an interesting start to <laughs> it. For yeah. the record, we were just playing a YouTube clip from Babylon Bees mm-hmm. from their well, no, yeah, okay. That was from their podcast. No, it was, you know what? It was an internal. It was. It was back when their podcast was more like um, they did segments. Okay. And uh, one of the segments was news with a guy. There was a guy, and he has this. He has this big booming news voice. And I'm pretty sure, like that was his intro music to his part of the podcast. Adam, no, Adam Rinser is the comedian that's on there. I'm looking. Anyways. Yeah, no, we're worship distributed. Uh, we're in the um, at two twenty North Thirteenth Street, you know, in Leesburg at First Baptist Church in the C building located behind the sanctuary. And um, there's a front office, and then we're in the office behind that. That's where that is. So that's pretty neat. Will this be our last week? Just the two of us. Just the two. Well, it doesn't have to be. We don't have to include Raleigh. Oh, I'm just asking. I'm just, I, I mean, I, just maybe, I, we, I don't know. It. We may. I mean, he may not like us. We may not like him. Yeah, I didn't want to say that first. I wanted to point it at us. Oh, good point. But yeah, you're you're good with that. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm he, sure, he may not I mean, like us. He may come to the first one that we have him on he and be like, he might just come in the office and be like, what, what have, what have I done? I really feel like that's. It's very possible. <laughs> it's, I think he's going to be really confused about the atmosphere. Uh, yeah, yeah. I told him today. I was talking to him on the phone just kind of final final steps as he's moving in this weekend and uh you know he's asking some questions and about like just rehearsal schedule and what you know what is a norm you know and uh just kind of catching back on to some of the things you guys talked about during uh interview process and i said well basically anything you learned at first chipley you throw it all out the window you're not gonna do any of that i was like the you know the work schedule the responsibilities like they're all just very distributed and different people it's not one person doing all you know i was just like it's very different culture and then you know right you have your responsibilities and we all work together to do some things and then it just kind of yeah you make it work you cover for somebody if needed you know but you get your work done and you just got to do it really well yeah it's not your prototypical baptist worship pastor position correct it's not no it is not so and so you got to throw away a kind of all of those you know premeditated notions you have in your head about what you're walking into yeah with a a team like ours what's something that you've walked into premeditated but you were completely wrong (laughs) uh marriage yeah (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just kidding yeah uh i 
I really had a premeditated vision on what was going to happen here. Oh, did you? I did. Oh, I did. We've never talked about this. Well, we've not, you know, but like it, we've Why talked are you about red? it because <laughs> it's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, but I did, you know, like I was like, okay, I'm, I'm the second guy in the cog, you know, gonna, you know, do this, oh. you know, but like, yeah, I got because you. you've been here 15 years sure. and I was coming into the new position and right. so, you know, they have all these things of like, okay, so all these things you used to do, you've got to do a really good job of not overstepping and don't do this oh, yeah. and don't, do, you know, so like I had a premeditated that. Hey, you need to be super submissive, shut your mouth and just, you know, right. do, do your job. Right. Now, in no way am I saying that I disrespect Stephen Wagamon in any way, shape, yeah, or form, no. but I do have more of a voice than I expected originally have, expected right. uh, to have. Sure. And, you know, that's, I think, what's really created a good work environment yeah. here for us is, you know, you and I work really well together. Yeah, you let me well. get things done that just need to be done, yep. you know, that may not, may or may not be in my job description but i see that it just got to get done so we just we get, just it, get done. it done yeah well that's why it just always has been here yeah like you just do it just like do the it. whole staff well, that's what we do yeah i moved him books this morning yeah <laughs> you did it was exhausting yeah i pushed that cart up and down the hallway <laughs> and it was a squeaky cart <laughs> i stacked a bunch of hymn books so up on everybody a cart. knew yeah like <laughs> isn't that funny though like to think like that was that was like the big task of my morning <laughs> Was moving moving hymn books. Yeah. Then we had a good lunch. We did have a good lunch. We broke our. We I felt bro- like the wings. I felt like the wings were a little bit dry. You know, like drier. Yeah. They weren't. They didn't have like the. I don't know. I had glorified chicken nuggets. So. Yeah, you had the the boneless boneless wings, and then you just put barbecue sauce on them. Yeah, that was weird to me. It is what it, it is. is. What it is. It was it's like okay. a, it was, I forgive you. I didn't really have enough time. She like came out. She's like, "Are you guys ready to order?" And you guys were like, "Yeah, I'm yeah, like, let's just do it." Crud. I haven't really even looked we're at, at the sauces. We're at Vinny's Wings, so it's kind of like you're supposed to know. Just get wings. Yeah. Do you not like uh, wings with bones? Do you don't you don't like bone wings? So I don't care. Traditional. Yeah, I don't care to eat off the bone. Mm. Just, Anything? I'll do it. Like if I went to somebody's house and they were steak off the bone, fried chicken. Yeah, I mean we had pork chops off the bone the other day. Oh, that's right. You told me you yeah. switched the bone in pork chops. Yeah. It's a big switch. So, yeah. I like I mean, I like it. It was yeah. good. They cooked really well. Ooh. Um but yeah, I don't prefer to do it. But yeah. like if I go to somebody's house, they have wings or they have fried chicken on like whatever. I'll eat it like no yeah. problem. I go to a Baptist church, there's always fried chicken somewhere. I love fried chicken. Yeah. So this is actually the first church in ten years that I've gone to that I've yet to have fried chicken at the church. We don't do a lot of potlucks. Yeah. So yeah, we had this weird thing like uh, a few years ago where they were kind of like, "Yeah, that's a food safety issue." You mean COVID? No, <laughs> no, it was. I think it was pre pre that, but it was like, oh, yeah. everybody bringing food from all over different places. Yeah, and you don't know where it's yeah, coming from. And then it was yeah. just like you know, and then you get everybody's dirty hands. Yeah, you know, digging in it. You know, with their dirty fingernails. Yep. Can, your can I tell you one of my least favorite things about church? What? It's potluck dinners. I love potluck I dinners. I loathe them. Ooh, I love them. I get, no, I can't. I think I think Christina and I have talked about that before. She doesn't like them either. I don't think so. Huh? I might be wrong, and I might be speaking out of turn. But her and I have had a conversation about potlucks. I'm going to text her. That's fine. And ask her if she likes potluck dinners. So you can just prove me wrong right here on the spot. I don't know. But yeah, I don't, I don't want to prove you wrong. I'm just saying I want to know the answer. Yeah, but like now, if you happen to be wrong, <laughs> well, you know, like you do you. All good intentions, but I'm just going to say this. You know, you have the people that come that maybe have too many cats, and when they bring the dish... Oh, you can, stop it. You can tell. You made that up. You made 
I've been listen. Listen, Linda. I've been in I've been in ministry for twenty years. And I grew up in church. I've yeah. had a lot of pylog meals. I've also had a lot of cat hair. I have never I've never encountered a cat hair in anything. Oh that's goodness. crazy. But I also don't like casseroles, and that's always one of a big, you know, potluck specialty. Mm-hmm. So. I love casseroles. Oh, man, casseroles are so good. Uh, I'm good. So much flavor. You got your cream of, you know, chicken in there. Bro, you know what we had yesterday what? that I hadn't had in years? What? What is that? Sausage McGriddle. Oh, yeah. So it's just a piece of sausage shoved in between two maple pancakes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's been years. I mean, I haven't I haven't yeah. had breakfast at McDonald's, and I couldn't tell you yeah. long. But no, that, we needed it, though. We needed it. Yeah, it really got us off to a good start for tag. It, we, we had a good service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good. You didn't think you missed. You didn't think I could get get us there and back with food in time, and we still had ten minutes. But. Yeah, we did. I'm learning more and more. Okay, I'm, I'm creeping up on what sixteen months. Or yeah, you gotta like trust that, me, you know? dude. Like I, I know I, what I'm doing. Yeah, you do. I know I what you. I'm doing. I got you. You're right. You don't get to be like this, not knowing what you're doing. <laughs> anyway, anything you can do, I can oh, do. Oh man, that was the worst. <laughs> I told Cliff that I should get pastors' appreciation from pastors <laughs> at our church for the shots that I have to take that no one else takes. <laughs> Think about it, Captain Crazy. Think about all, yeah. I get, I get like called names. I'm always the dumb one in the videos. Um, which, like, all this stuff is fine. Yeah. Also, we have an event. Like, it's funny because, like, people get to know you so well when you're on stage and you're in these videos and stuff, mm-hmm. or they think they do. <laughs> Dude, the con, the, con- the stuff, the content people say to me. Yeah. Like, where they think, like, we're buddies, and I'm like, I don't even know your first name. <laughs> but they're, like, taking, like, they're taking, like, these humorous shots at me, you know? Yeah. And it's like, nah, oh, funny. Yeah, I do have a weight problem. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> thanks. pointing that out. Yeah, this yeah, dude. Like this man, the stuff people say, it's just really it's really pretty hilarious actually. So um so I feel like that I'm like a good buffer for the rest of the pastoral staff. Cause you don't hear anybody else getting called names like that. No, you're right. So you're welcome. I mean I have a name. Ooh, but it's not one Junior. That, yeah. Yeah, but that's let's not be made fun of. Yeah, I mean if you think about it. It's yeah. really a compliment. I, yeah, I got told again Seriously. yesterday at TAG. Yeah. Um, gosh. So one of the things I'm really bad at and I'm thankful for at our church yeah. is the name tags. Because yeah. I'm just really bad at yeah. that many people and that many names and remembering folks. I just So I love the name tags. Anyways, lady, uh, she comes here to the downtown campus. Uh, she's one of our greeters. Sweet senior adult lady. Joanne? Maybe. I think so. Glasses, short hair? Nope. Okay, go ahead. Nope. Um, but when I was doing the 830 downtown service, when yeah. we were doing that, she was always here. Yeah. She always, you know, oh, you're doing such a great job. Super big encourager. Yeah. Well, she said this multiple times, and yesterday she said it again. She goes, I'm telling you what, I've watched that Steven since the day he got here, and you are a little Steven. A little Steven. And I'm just like, 
Thanks. Yeah, I'm sorry. I appreciate that. I don't care. It's weird. We it's have a weird. we have a lot, very, of we got a lot of similarities. So, like I mean, one day you'll. I mean, yeah. one day you'll be as good as me. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm a big kid now. Yeah, wearing your pull ups, your worship leading pull ups. <laughs> I'm a big kid. Look what I can do. Hey. I can come lead worship too. <laughs> I can strum my guitar chords. Uh, Stephen, wow. I'm a little Steven now. Ba ba bump bump. Did you ever see that Matt TV sketch with uh with uh oh now I forgot the guy's name. If people listening are gonna know exactly who he is, but he's the guy who wrote uh Short People. He did all the music for uh Toy Story. Ooh. You got a friend in me. I'll remember it in a second. Yep. He's got like a really distinct Really distinct voice. Brenda's probably listening, going, "It's this person." She's yes, already got that's it. That's how she do. That's yeah. how she do. She's already got Let's it. See who wrote short people. Randy Newman. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Doggone it. Yeah. There's a Mad TV sketch on Randy Newman. The old. You remember Mad TV? Mm-hmm. It was. It's pretty funny. Yeah. He's like at a piano. He's like, "I'm Randy Newman," and I. I could write a song about anything. George Lucas hired me to write a song about Star Wars. Check it out. <laughs> Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Time for a little bit of Star Wars. <laughs> Space. <laughs> Being Star Wars. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, anyway, so, yeah, yeah, it's a funny sketch. Christina writes back, Ha. Depends on who is involved overall. I love them. Oh, dang it. That was wrong. Wow, you're so wrong. <sighs> so you're not that much of a little Steven because I'm not wrong that much. <laughs> hey See, she's going to listen to this, though, and she's going to go, you know what? I do remember having that conversation with Sean. <sighs> Maybe. But depends on who's having them. That's it's a little gray area for if I'm wrong or not. That's true. You know. That's so. true. So... One thing that I like talking about worship and the way we do stuff is I was pretty intentional and I'm not talking about I like because I did it, but I'm saying this to kind of make the point as to how we function because it's part of talking about worship distributed because it's a silly name to an extent, but basically the the concept is, is uh, we're a centralized music ministry that serves all of our campuses. And so you know, like I'll primarily be at a certain services. You'll primarily be at certain services. Riley will primarily be at certain, but it doesn't mean we can't like move around. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, and we've talked about it before and I'm bringing it up because of tag, because we had to move tag from village park to South is that all the equipment for the, for the most part, all the equipment we use at every campus mm-hmm. in every sound booth, every tech booth is the same. Mm-hmm. So that way you can go, you can take a person from one to the other, and it's not that much of a culture shock yeah. on equipment. So you don't have somebody going from using an Allen & Heath D-Live to using a X32, a Behringer X32, mm-hmm. or to a Yamaha board or to a Midas board or something like that. You've got everybody, you know, so if, if you know, one of our volunteers needs, you know, we need coverage for something. <clears throat> They can go and get it done. Yeah. And I think it works out well because we had to get, you know, so everybody knows. So VP at Village Park, which is our campus in the villages, 
uh, on Miller on 466A, you know, we needed we need more seats. We just need more seats. So there were front steps, mm-hmm. and they decided to take those out, and that way we could put an extra row of seats up front. Mm-hmm. So that adds. It was pretty inexpensive to do it comparatively. So it adds, you know, how many seats do you remember? Do you remember the number? I think total with some of the spacing that they were going to remove as well, they were adding 120 seats total. Right, because we like re- 70 seats across the front. And we revamped kind of the yeah. layout too, yeah. which was able to let us add more seats, mm-hmm. which is good because we're coming into peak peak season of snowbirds returning. And everybody loves that 830 service time. Well, they do. It's a great service. No, I agree. Yeah, I, but it's, it's just also reality. Like, they love the 830. It's really funny. So... I finished, we finished Sunday, and we went to that cool breakfast place that you and I went to called Reveille. Mm-hmm. It's over by uh, Everglades. Yeah. Rec Center. If you haven't gone. It's really good. I'm telling you. 7 you, to 2 every day, 7 days a week, you, 7 a.m. to 2. You should go. Yeah. It's really, really, really You know, good. it's it's a clean, really nice, but it still has that diner vibe. Mm-hmm. It's a little packed. It's kind of fresh fast. Fresh squeezed fast orange pace. juice. Right they, have a machine, they have a machine that fresh squeezes the orange juices yeah. and, like, pulps it and... It's the peels off. It's, really, and just, it's just, really cool to watch. Yeah, and it, it looks really good. Of course, yeah. neither you nor I got orange juice, but no, but it looked cool. We watched it. We <laughs> sat at like the diner, the diner bar, yeah. I guess, whatever. Yeah. So we're just like sitting there watching that. That was pretty cool. But so, anyways, it was after church, and you know that's kind of on our way home. You know, one of the ways we could go home. So we decided to stop there for lunch. It was really funny because like I walked up, and uh, there was like a table of people, and they were like, Stephen. And I, I didn't know their names at all, but they were definitely v- Village Park people. Yeah. But they were just, like, eating. But it wasn't like they just got done with church. Like, they were all in their full, like, golf outfits. So they had already done church. Yep. Completely done. Golf cart, like, put on, like, you know, their Titleist hat and their polo and their shorts and mm-hmm. golf shoes. And I guess went to get a quick brunch. And then yep, they're going to hit the links. It was wild. Yeah. But they were like, "Hey, sing something for us." I was like, "No, I'm off the clock." <laughs> and I don't think I don't think they like because I was really tired too. And I, I think I was, I was trying to be funny, you know. I went over and talked to him or whatever, but I don't, I don't even know. Hopefully, they didn't receive it the wrong way. They were like, "Oh," <laughs> I'm like, "I'm not. I'm definitely not going to sing for you." Yeah, but I'll come say hi. It was funny though because then right after that, like a car came by and like these people rolled down their window and they saw me. Steven, hey man. And my kids were like, Caden was like, Dad, seriously? Like, do you, does, does everybody know you? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Actually, it's weird. Yeah. Kind of. Because if you're not leading them in worship. I'm cleaning their pool. You're cleaning their pools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So crazy, man. There's people, yeah. Yeah. There's people at our church, you know, clean their pool too. That makes me nervous when we clean people's pools. I always make them do a verbal agreement with me. It's like, look, I'm never going to rip you off, but. There's a good possibility my company might make you mad. So we we got to be on the same yeah, page. absolutely. You know, because we're not going to be perfect out there. They're like, no, no, it's cool. I was like, you can fire me anytime you want, but it cannot affect our relationship at yeah. all. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's all good. But it, we've talked about that before, you know, in terms of uh, of leadership, you know, like Village Park 830. You can create as many services as you want. Right. You can create them. But that 830 time slot is perfect for villagers. It really is. Uh, and it's perfect because Cliff Cliff's able to be there, yeah. In a in a di- in the same way, I, I don't mean it this way, but I'm able to be there, yeah. and, it, and he and I work well together. Like that vibe, mm-hmm. like goes well. 
and people really enjoy it, yeah. you know, and, uh, and you know, it just developed that way too from the start. So, yeah. you know what I mean? It wasn't like we added the A30. I mean, I guess technically we did, but we launched that building with it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause we had an eight, nine o'clock. So back mm-hmm. in the day, it was like eight, nine. So I would, I would leave from, yep. you know, eight, it would be eight, eight fifty. And then I would start another one at nine. I would go to like nine fifteen. And then I would get in a car and I would drive downtown from the American Legion to get there by. Like literally sometimes I'm walking in the door. Yeah. I'm thinking, I mean, that, cause that's 466. Right. I'm walking in the door Ooh. while Abby is like literally putting stuff on me, like while I'm walking. Like I'm, I'm, it's like this weird transition. I'm literally like walking down a hallway. She's putting like a body pack on me. You know, she's making sure yeah. my hair is not all over the place and my shirt's tucked in the right yeah. way, you know, and like handing me microphones, hand, hand me my music. And then I turned the corner and literally there were times where I would turn the corner, walk up the stairs, walk to the center of the stage. The lights would come up and I would go, good morning, 945. Like it was like that, that quick of a that's crazy turnaround. And that was for a while. Like, yeah. And that was after, you know, we would get there early and set up, you know, do the real early setup and, and all that kind of stuff. But I think like that's one of the cool things about that campus is that it it was or you know it organically got to where it is yeah in that sense yeah. you know and the people are excited and they invite people South we're seeing a lot of growth at South um, downtown is ticking up nine forty five is ticking up eleven o'clock is yeah. vibrant as always which is nice um, but yeah I think that's one thing though like that like from a multi site standpoint I'm definitely not a multi site pro. But I do really, really, really believe in that um, everybody works together model. Yeah. Because I don't like the idea of one campus doing um, – if you – 945 is a unique service downtown because it's just kind of always been a leaning towards traditional choir orchestra. But mm-hmm. it's a vibrant, fun service. Oh, Absolutely. It's so it's not like old, energy. it's not like old, boring, yeah, just great slow, you know, kind of concept that people, I think, unnecessarily think when they think of a traditional service. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's, you know, churches out there that are, you know, whatever. But yeah, but like, I don't like the idea though of one campus doing certain songs and another campus saying, "Well, that's just not the kind of songs our campus will do." Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. Or you know, well, our campus just won't have a choir. No, 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 nobody said that. By the way, I'm just yeah. saying generally. Yeah, I don't like that idea. Like, I think there's should be uniformity. Mm-hmm. Uniformity to me doesn't, in in the way I'm saying it, doesn't necessarily mean uniformity. Like you're doing the same exact thing. Yeah, but there's a way that you do it that's mm-hmm. pretty uniform. Well, like this week, right, South Campus, I was there. I did great things. You right. were you were doing that. Yep. You know, you did that at. Uh, I did it at 8.30. 9.45. Nico did it at 9.45 at Village yeah. Park. Right? So I did great things. But then I, I did Christ Be Magnified. Right. Nobody else was doing Christ Be Magnified. But that's because I We'd already I, done it. I had just introduced it right. to South a few weeks ago. So this was kind of in our two one one plan in terms of introducing new songs. So I didn't do the same set, but I did do something that was uniform or unified with what right. another campus was doing. And then we did the same choir special that all the choirs were doing. Right. right. It's not It's not identical, but it's the same vein of music. Correct. You know, that... Right. It was, it, I guess, exactly. It's not like one campus say, well, we'll never do Christ Be Magnified. Yeah. Like, all three of them, yeah. we're going to do it. And I think that that... And I think also, like, a knowledge of the different people. Mm-hmm. Like, I want 
Village Park to know who you are. I want South Campus to know who I am, mm -hmm. who Riley is, yeah. or Village Park know who Riley is, or downtown know you and Riley. Mm -hmm. You know, I have yeah. the advantage just because a lot of those people have crossed over over the years. But like that whole, it doesn't need to be separate. Yeah. This is my guy. This is my guy only. Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody else. Like that's not, I don't think that's healthy. I don't, yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. And I think it'd be, I think it'd be wise of us, right? So Riley's coming in, you know, once a quarter, I'm shooting down to South. Yeah. And Riley's coming up to do, you know, downtown 945. Yeah. Those weeks that you're at VP, you know, like there's, right. there's ways that we can continue to be in front of people. Um, right. You know, and one of the benefits for us is you get to be in front of every choir member once a month. Yeah, with the first Wednesday. You know, well, first Wednesday right, and, that, and, we do the and first that Tuesday, Tuesday rehearsal. rehearsal. So, yeah. you know, it, that takes away kind of that necessity for you to go from campus to campus to campus yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. So. So I did uh, did a hymn sing. Yeah. Sunday night. Hour and a half, man. It was an hour and a half. It was exhausting. Yeah. It was exhausting. Yeah. We had a we had a good time. Samuel's a trip, man. You know he's he's real big, you know, flamboyant yeah. in the way he uh, presents, which is a lot of fun. You know he he makes it a lot of fun. He does a good job. He's a talented musician for sure. People really love him. You know it was funny. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Joe was introducing us, and they introduced me, and you know we're like yeah, you know and they introduced Samuel, and it was like this big like rousing ovation. You know, so I just walked out the side door of the choir loft. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody started laughing. You know? We had a good time, though. We had a, it was nice. It was a, we put out cards for people to write, you know, requests on. And then Jennifer took those and kind of sorted them out, like by topic, theme, mm -hmm. duplicates, and stuff. And then uh, we just and I sang a few specials. Uh, Samuel played a little bit. He sang with me. He and I sang a couple duets uh, from old, you know, hymns and stuff, which mm -hmm. we pulled from the celebration hymnal. And then um, and then we. Uh, you know, just saying requests kind of from the sheets mm -hmm. for an hour and a half, dude. It was probably like 25, 30 songs. It's exhausting. Yeah. I was so tired. But it was a blast. Like, it was good. It was good. It was a good, you know, throwing throwing back. You know, I get I get why people love them, you know. Oh, yeah. I, but I, and so I'll say that, and I agree. I agree that there are a lot of, a lot of great, wonderful hymns. Yeah. That are full of, like, great, like, theology. But I think people, when you really want something or whatever, and it's something that you're familiar with, like you'll make like, you ever notice how you'll make like big arguments to make your point? Like saying like, well, those are the songs that have all of the, the deepest theology. Yeah. yeah those ones, they don't write them like that anymore. Like, you know, I got some notes, I got some emails with that stuff in it, you know. They don't write them like that, and nobody's doing that now. Now it's just all surface like blah 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 and i'm just kind of like okay like mm -hmm. don't and i don't i don't engage in that you know because yeah. i don't but it is funny though because when you want something to be right you'll make like the the most profound argument you yeah. can come up with you know yeah and there's there's a lot of great theology yeah. like in song in those kind of songs which is great mm -hmm. which is great i'm just wondering like the question i would have is is where in songs are we mandated to only sing songs that are intellectually based yeah. from a theological standpoint? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we should sing songs without good theology. What I'm saying is, is that, you know, just because a song 
has a lot of words mm-hmm. that seems deep. Is that going to be a life changing song? Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's songs where you might say now somebody might say, well, compare that song to this song mm-hmm. and you won't get the, you know, the, you're not learning the rich theology, but I'm like, yeah, but there's a lot of people that can connect with, you know, goodness of God mm-hmm. because they think about what God's done for them. There's a lot of theology in goodness of God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's not uh, worded in such a way. Right. You're not using yeah. like, you know, deep lyrics. So like, yeah. you know, how many people are, are right now finding like, you know, themselves in the midst of temptation and then there's, or, or, or doubt and wanting to give up, but they're, they're kind of reminding like, oh, my life, you've been faithful. All my life, you've been so good with every breath I'm able. Yeah. I will sing of the goodness of God. That's a lot of theology right there. Let's mm-hmm. just be honest about it. Now, it's not necessarily deep, like the intellectual-based theology yeah. from the sense of like, you know, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. Mm-hmm. But I don't know a lot of people that when they're facing the doubt and temptation want to sing a verse about the Trinity. That's going to bring them back. Yeah. Now, again, people are going to hear it and be like, oh, you're wrong. Like, I'm not dissing hymns. Like, I love hymns. Yeah. But I love music in general. Well, I mean, you could look at, like, you talked about this last week, right? So you got a... Sovereign Grace, City of Light, right? Those very wordy, theologically written type pieces, right? Great songs, great songs to be reminded of. But they're they're not songs that you're going to walk away from a church service going, man, all right, that was such a great. You're not going to remember half of what you sang because everything changed. All the wor- all the verses were different. The chorus changed, right? You have you have all these differences that are going on. So even though you've added this great theologically worded and written and beautifully, you know, displayed song, doesn't mean that the average church member is going to walk away going, my life is forever changed because right. I sang some super theologically rich and wordy song that, you know, right. it, do, it, you know, it it's, doesn't it's, always hit the way you think it is just because it's theologically written in terms of deep Theologi- like all the theological words. words right right you know in phrases and, and you know again and this is in in both of us what we're saying is is those songs are great because it, it is good to build yeah deep yeah th- music theology like that's great mm-hmm. we should do that yeah no problem yep but that doesn't alienate based by based on date uh, yeah that it was written everything else yeah well i mean you, you i mean talk- how great though art in the 50s oh, was yeah, rejected I mean- like yeah. they didn't want, they didn't use it because he lives they wanted to put it in the hymnal right and it was a huge fight right people think people think it's a that's hymn that's new that's not a, that's not a hymn and now it's one of the most sought after hymns hymn. that we sing on right. Sunday morning and it was but it was written by Bill Gaither like in the 70s yeah yeah it's not a hymn it's not a hymn it's really not it's a gospel song yeah i'm pretty serious about that though i do make distinctions yeah. like i'll you'll hear me say like i'll say gospel songs like holy 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 is like a hymn yeah. because it's Stanza driven, yep. written out of the council, and I see worthy of like worship, worthy of praise. Gospel song, yeah, yeah. How firm a foundation, him, yeah, right, yep. The solid rock, my hope is built on nothing mm-hmm. less. Him, yep. In Christ alone, him, him. Stanza right. driven, yep. Now again, on solid rock, you could argue for the refrain there, but I would say like, you know, it would it'd still qualify in the him category. But then you look at like, um, like uh, how great thou art, mm-hmm. right now. From a technical, it could be like a hymn of praise in that sense, but 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 it's still kind of a gospel song, mm-hmm. you know, written you know forties fifties. Yep, it was in German initially, 
got passed around, got lost for a while. Wasn't really a well-known, recognized song. Somebody grabbed it, put some music to it. Yeah. Interesting thing here is that the family for the How Great Thou Art never let anybody uh, do a full melody line change on the song. Really? From a copyright standpoint. They would not let anybody. But they let Mary McDonald do it on a on an arrangement, which was called In Sings My Soul. Did you show me that arrangement? Yeah. I think you did. Yeah. I love it. Oh, man, it's one of my faves. Such a good, such a good arrangement. Such a good arrangement. Makes me very happy. So it's funny. So I did like this whole hour and a half, right? And uh, Samuel did it, did a great job. We had a wonderful time together with the people, too. A lot of people, very encouraging. So I finish, and I'm like, I'm like standing there and like this guy walks up and I'm I'm kind of like picking some stuff up, you know. He just walks up and looks at me and goes, well, you didn't sing great as our faithfulness. And that's literally all he said. And I was like, oh, okay. Thank you. It's fantastic. Yeah, I don't. He may not have meant it. Like he I may know. have just been trying to be whatever. But I, I was still kind of like, that's, that's lame, dude. I always struggled. I always struggled at first Chipley. When I would do a Sunday uh, where I, would, I wouldn't I would pull in any modern stuff to the first service, and I would do just like three or four just like really good hymns mm-hmm. and would really kind of lay it back and just let the voices take over, piano, organ, you know, all that oh, fun yeah. stuff. And just have like a great, I mean, a great Sunday. And I hated it. Not because of the music and not because of the worship. Because invariably somebody... Because somebody always yeah. had something to say afterwards. Right. Oh, you should have done this song, or oh, you should have done that song, or oh, did this you see is, how they responded when the you did this music? This always do it. Oh, man. Yeah, that's yeah. wild, isn't it? It's and, so I know, and I know they really don't mean like any type of harm towards you. And, maybe they do. But maybe they do, you know. I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm I don't know. Kidding. But, you know, they just, you know, people just talk before they think. Um, you know, and I never do that, <laughs> you know, but you know, I don't know. I've just, I've always struggled with doing those events like what you did because you do it. I mean, it's a great opportunity. It's a great moment. Yeah. And it's a great opportunity to do songs you're not normally going to do on a Sunday morning. Right. That's correct. Right. You know, or you just don't have time to do all these. Like I don't yeah. have time to go through 30 different yeah. hymns over the course of, you know, yeah, you get two, you get two congregations on Sunday, maybe three if one of the songs you do is more of a refrain yeah. type piece, right? And what's funny is is that there were a lot of them that I could tell that that I knew mm-hmm. that were old that a lot of people didn't know in really? the crowd. Yeah, like what? Um, you know what? I can't remember like right offhand, but like it's uh, not acceptable. Uh, maybe like I sing the mighty power of God. I don't know that one. I sing the mighty power of God that made the mountains rise, that spread the flowing seas abroad and filled the lofty skies. I sing the wisdom that ordains the sun to rule the day. The moon shines full at his command and all the stars obey. Mm. That's a hymn. Yeah. I didn't know that one. Yeah. It's a great one. Yeah. Now, a lot of people know it, but... Actually, I don't even know if I did that one. I think, it was, I think it was on the sheet. I think it was, it was all, on one of the sheets. It was all a blur. I think it was on one of the on – the, but I wrote it down to do it. It was on one of the sheets. But, yeah, I, but I guess I'll say the reason I know that is because I had several people like, I had a great time tonight. I knew like 80%. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, some people are like, well, why aren't we putting them on the screen? I'm like, okay, come on. Think about that. Think about that question yeah, right now. Yeah, golly. Like, can you imagine trying to like wrangle those together and get them up there real fast? Oh, I got nervous, though. Because, you know, like Joe, Joe puts this together. He, like, he wants the event to happen. Mm-hmm. So I just agreed to do it. And like I would prefer just to show up as like the artist, right? Like yeah. I'm just gonna show up and do it, and I don't I don't really have to do the like any of the legwork, right? But I had to do the legwork, so I got here early and like turned everything on and like went through the sanctuary, picked up all the trash and stuff from Sunday morning, and then like I was like, oh, I gotta get the hymn books. So I go to the uh, chapel because I know that Sunday school class there used, and so I thought just all the hymn books were in the chapel, but there's only like 15. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. no. I don't know where the rest of them are. We're going to be sharing today, yeah, folks. Yeah, dude, I was getting nervous, man. <laughs> I was getting nervous, like a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocket chairs. And so, like, I I like went through, I went to the choir library, and I was looking around. And I turned, and I, like, looked over in the corner, and there was these, like, stack of, like, four cardboard boxes. And I, like, could see right at the top, like, a gray cover, and I was like, found him. <laughs> and then there was like you know there was like 80 or yeah, so in there yeah. you know so i stacked them up on the squeaky cart you know rolled them on down pushed them down there setting them out <laughs> so funny man so funny got them out though i was like then people were coming in like we need a book and i'm like yeah you need a book like we gotta read i said yes this does require literacy <sighs> yeah like, it was funny they but it, i mean there is something really cool to be you know and i've always enjoyed it is Pulling out the hymnal, seeing the written music again, having to read and, you know, read the notes and, you know, yeah. it's fun for me because, you know, some of those hymns that you, you're probably, I, I probably don't know them, but if I had had the notes in front of me, yeah. you know. Well, that's what was funny last year was like, I let people kind of call stuff out. And so you had, you had like people that would like try to trump me. Just flipping through pages, trying just to find trying one. to find one, and like you know, somebody I don't know, somebody picked one. It was so obscure. And I was like, well, in my mind, I went, I can read music, so I'm like, all right, here we go. <laughs> so I just did it, you know. I just read the melody. I think I walked back to Sammy, and I was like, hey man, like while we're, he was like, I don't know this one. I'm like, I don't either. Just read it. I was like, but play that melody line while we're going. He was like, all right. So I I did a, a hymn sing one time. Uh, when I was at the church in Alabama. That's good to know, so you can do the next one. Yeah. <laughs> so, I asked if you wanted me there. I did not. There's no need for our manpower to be split like that. I know. I'm just saying. What I, were you going to do? I, Sit by there and make faces at me, probably. You would probably write obscure ones on there for me to sing, <laughs> so you could just laugh at me, troll me. But I would. I told the I told the church, you know, hey, listen, you know, I'm a young guy. I'm still learning a lot of these. I was like, I've got, you know, I've got a good handful here. And when we get to the moment where, you know, I let you kind of maybe pick four or five of them, if I don't know it and you try to you try to make me look silly, I'm going to make you come up here and you're going to have to lead it because I don't know it. That's funny. So you're a better man than I just <laughs> looking at the belly line and making it work. Nah, man, here's dude. Here's a nah, dude. See, this is what you need to learn from me. You don't ever do that kind of stuff. You don't ever tell them that. <laughs> you're always in charge. You're always a boss on the stage. I ain't going to walk up there and be like, I, you know. I'm still learning some of them, guys. <laughs> Just be careful which ones you pick, okay? Pray for me as a lead. Pray for me. <laughs> like, I walk up like, yeah, I know all, I know every song of the oh, book. Gosh. I know all the five verses of every song. I know all nine of one day. Bring it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just 
kidding. If old young young twenty two year old Sean could have been in this conversation, <laughs> you should have talked to me then. <laughs> Stephen, what do I do? I'm like, I'll tell you exactly what to do when you walk out there. <laughs> That's great. That's really funny. Uh, yeah, I told the choir last night. I don't know if you heard me. I said, uh, "Hey, I got a lot to do tonight. So if you're easily offended." Get over it tonight. Yeah, deal with it another time. Deal with it another time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also find it really funny that you have to say that quite often. Yeah. In terms of just kind of like, listen, like, stay with me. I'm going to say things. Things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. Well, because you know what? Like, it was funny because Natalie is in Fiddler on the Roof, Mm -hmm. which I'm pretty excited about. It's one of my favorite musicals. And the guy who's playing Tevia is really good, actually. He's he's pretty good. Yeah. I feel like he should be fatter. You know? Yeah. Which I could probably give him some tips. <laughs> I can't even with you. Yeah. I should probably give him some tips. <laughs> oh man. But um but yeah, like um the guy was conduct there's a guy conducting the music. You know, this these are all volunteers, you know. He's he's right there conducting the music. And it's just so funny because he has to you could tell he's being a little diplomatic mm-hmm. in the way he's doing it. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, that was that was really good, you know. But what we've got to do is uh, tenors. I need you to do ba 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 ba. You know, yeah. And it's just, you know, it's like that was great though. You know, we just need a little bit more. You know, whereas I'm like, that was terrible. Like yeah. that sounded awful. <laughs> yeah. Like we can't, we cannot do that. If one of you sings the word grace. Dude, that was so song, funny. He doesn't look up. I am fresh out of grace for anybody who sings through <laughs> the word grace. I'm telling you, there was a dude, dude just <laughs> straight down in his book. I'm just staring at him with like just eyes, just my eyes just staring like you better not, you better not sing it. Everyone else is looking at me. There's one guy just with his head straight down in the book. <laughs> the last two words are amazing. Grace. Yeah. That's it. It's amazing grace. The yeah. last two words. I've said 14 times. Look up. Because you can't read music. You can't. Yeah. You're looking down like that every time. You can't read music. Yeah. Just look up. I read enough music for the both of us. <laughs> My favorite part of last night was, so, again, we talked about this a, a little bit ago, is, you know, Village Park, front stairs are gone. Oh, jeez, Louise. And it was yeah. this huge debacle. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, hey, just make sure. Yes, that's exactly where I'm going. So, some of I our- I love when people do that. Some of our gentlemen, and they all mean it with great intent, like nothing, but, <laughs> right, they're used to going up and down the center yep. stairs. Yep. Well, they kept making a big point about it. So they finally looked at me and said, hey, do we have any tape or anything so that people don't think to step off the stairs? Folks, I'm not kidding when I tell you. There's a four and a half foot, five foot drop from the edge of the stage to the floor. And the floor is white because there's no carpet. Nobody's going to go step off the stage. I don't don't know, dude. I don't know. I mean, I'm not talking about people at Village Park, but people in general find a way. So I went and got the tape, right? So I put the tape up to kind of like, hey, don't go any further than this tape. And then when I'm doing the quick announcements, you know, get your folders in order. (laughs) And I'm doing prayer requests. And one of the guys raises his hands and goes, yeah, and also don't forget to tell them not to to go towards the front steps because they're not there anymore. What do you think? The blue tape is a finish line? (laughs) 
So we go run it yeah. through, run it, run it through with their hands up, all sweaty after choir. And they kept thinking it was. They kept saying it was gonna be Norma. They're like, yeah, you got, no, she's the first one. Like, yeah. Literally, like. She was like, literally, the first thing she said was like, "Well, I guess like I, I just got to go down the side stairs now. I can hold on the rail. You don't have to walk me down the stairs." Yeah. <laughs> like literally, it's so funny. Yeah, man. but I just and you were just like, you know what? Hey, thanks for that. You're right. Uh, all right, yeah. Th- hey, thank you. And you Good just, point. Yeah. <laughs> like, I Next can week. see. I can see your mind just like wanting turning. to be sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> I, How else can I eat on this right I decided, now? <laughs> I decided to be nice. Cause he's a trip. That dude's a trip. Yeah, I love him, man. He's a blast. Uh, he was, you know, he's. A, it's just funny though. It's just kind of like, yeah, when people. Yeah, there was one where um Samuel some uh Samuel played this big solo uh Sunday night, and he did Wonderful Grace of Jesus. Mm. But it was like he did like this big opening to it. Bubba, bubba. <laughs> I don't really know. I think he just like. Played part of a classical piece and then played one of the great You're in the same key, right? You know? Yeah, he made it work. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty impressive. So he finished and it was just big and loud. You know how he had big and loud, and the cadence at the end was like three minutes long of him just like ending the song. You know. He finished. Everybody's like, oh, yes. Hey. And then it started to quiet down, and somebody from the back yells, Top that, Steven. <laughs> no way. I promise you. Oh, my man. gosh. Like, like I'm in some kind of talent competition <laughs> with Samuel. It's the Battle of the Bands. It was kid. so funny, the downtown dude. campus. It was so funny. Oh, my gosh. Top that, Steven. Top that, Steven. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Uh, I have to like I have to keep the filter on oh, so high. Gosh, yeah. It is so high. Man, but people were so sweet and it was really nice to sing with everybody. Like such a wonderful, encouraging church, man. Like Tuesday at Tag, you know, just you know, I'm getting a cup of coffee and and just meeting some of the ladies back there and they're just being so kind and encouraging and talking about our music and our team and just enjoying, you know, the worship and stuff. And it's a wonderful thing. And then, you know, Sunday night was a blast though with the hymn singing. Like, uh, uh, I did, somebody wrote like little notes. It was really funny. Cause you know, people, how they are. It was like, you should do this. You know, and it was like, you should do some songs where you have ladies sing and then somewhere men sing and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? Fine. So I kind of made a joke about it, you know, uh, up there because it was on a little card. Oh, you should have warmed him up with a you have. No, well, so you know what? You know what? I didn't need to though because check it out. We got to holy, 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 and I did it before that one and mm-hmm. had the lady sing like the first verse, and then like the men sing the second verse, like the though the darkness hide the verse, you know. And it was really pretty because mm. I had a, you know my choirs there, so yeah. a bunch of altos there. Yeah. So like most people can sing the melody, <clears throat> and the altos were singing that alto harmony. Oof, it was beautiful. And then we had fun with the wonderful grace of Jesus. Like because like I taught like the all four parts like yeah. wonderful the matchless grace of Jesus and you have yeah and you have other people going wonderful the matchless grace the matchless grace of Jesus deeper than the mighty rolling sea the rolling sea wonderful grace also you know I was teaching them what's all the, the parts. one you did a couple Sundays ago where you did that do you uh, remember yeah 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 what was that one. I don't. I don't remember. But you did the it same thing, like, like on a Sunday morning. On a Sunday morning. Oh like, yeah. I don't, you I mean, sang it. And you're like, hold on a second. Let's try this. I want to make sure that we actually know what we're. Did singing I tell you here. one time I found this really cool song that I like that uh, I found sheet music to it 
and I had the ushers hand it out. Shut up. Yep, handed out nine forty five. Nine forty five was I wrote an orchestra. Okay, I wrote an orchestration to it, which yeah. I was that was pretty cool. Like not, I'm saying it was fun for me, cool for me to yeah. like yeah. get to do that. I don't know how good it was. It was probably trash, but they <laughs> they played it right, and um, it was like a stanza driven song. Um, it was very sovereign gray style, but mm-hmm. I just really loved it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I printed out like it was. At the time, nine forty five was huge. This is this is about seven eight years ago. There was probably you know five six hundred people in there, and I had them hand out sheet music to it. And I like identified sopranos, altos, tenors, and basses, taught all four parts, and then we sang it together. That's awesome. It was really cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You're such a you're such a freak, man. A weirdo. Like, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> how are you? How your mind works, and how you're able just to sit down and make something like that happen? Like, just... Well, I mean, you can do that. Like, it's just like I, I just took, I just took the risk and like was like, hey, let's let's like Cliff didn't care. I don't even know if I asked him. I just kind of did it. Like, and uh, hey, Pastor, uh, hey, heads up, it's gonna be a little weird for a second, but it's okay. Trust me. Just I, roll with. I it. promise. Just go with me. <laughs> this could go one of two ways. Yeah. Right. Oh gosh. <laughs> it went great though. Uh. I remember, I remember it was really sweet because the guy from Asheville, Alabama, this guy named Winston Shelley, he's in his 90s now, and, and, and he's, man, he was so good to me. Wonderful friend. Wonderful guy. Love him so much. Um, he came down to visit me uh, with his family. They brought him down. And, uh, I mean, at the time, he was probably late 80s. And uh, he was, I remember him just being so excited to be in a worship service with mm-hmm. me. And uh, he was sitting on the right side, so on the stage, he was about halfway back on the right side. And I was like, how many how many tenors we got out there? And, like, he was like, he got so excited, he raised his hand real big. You know, it was just really sweet. Like, yeah. I remember he was so happy to be there. And I was happy it was on a day when we did something fun like that. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. But he used to play acoustic guitar, and he would sing, like, these old, old country gospel songs. Yeah. You know? It's just me and Jesus. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know. I was like, all right, Winston. Uh, Dude, so many experiences, man. Yeah. Like if you'll you'll look back. You'll look yeah. back. That's I mean, I'm not I'm not like substantially older than you. You know, like I could be like probably like a like a much older brother, you know, like if something weird yeah. weird happened in your family, you know, and you, you showed up late, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> um but there's only eleven years difference. It's only eleven. Yeah, it's not that. It's not a not yeah. that not that crazy, you know. But it is interesting. There is generational differences, mm-hmm. which is you know. <clears throat> oh yeah. Because of the you know being born in 1980, you being born in the 90s, mm-hmm. you know there's a there's a shift really there. 90s kids. You know because most things that you you are used to now have just been around your whole life. Yeah. But I'm in that weird phase where there were still phones that were mounted to the wall mm-hmm. that were rotary, yeah. not just push button. And plenty of friends that just didn't even have an answering machine. Mm-hmm. Where you're, you pretty much probably don't remember much about not having a cell phone. You, you, you would have. I mean, no cell phones. Cell phones didn't come out until yeah, until two thousand three, two thousand four. Yeah, so and I was they weren't really in my teenage years. And they were really, they weren't really normative though yeah. until t- you know twenty twelve. Yeah, but though, but still though, like yeah. it was a thing though, like you know. So yeah, I had a Nokia right track phone, right? It's my very the first unbreakable. Phone. Yes, Nokia. You, you can play Snake on it, dude. I remember that. Yeah, You're moving the thing around, yep. like you just push that little button. But like so many experiences, you look back on and remember, you know that form. Like I played in so many like senior adult nutrition <laughs> centers, 
oh, played yeah. guitar and sang with him, oh, played man. piano with him, you know, with Winston and some other guys and played for funerals for people that I didn't know and, and, you know, sang at weddings for people that I didn't know and, you know, just so many different things, you know, getting to sing in choir and travel and sing in choir and sing in the men's chorale and travel and sing in men's chorale. Like I remember one of my first kind of confirming worship leading experiences was in Ithaca, New York, and we were traveling up there. Ithaca. Yeah. And uh, we were traveling up there. I hope, I think I'm, yeah. Anyways, we were traveling up there with um, men's chorale and we were working in a little church and we did like a little worship conference and stuff. Dr. Odin was really good at setting that stuff up. But we sang at this this little church, and uh, he had me lead worship for it. And we were doing "Be Thou My Vision," and and I was trying to be kind of creative, but not like you know me. Like I don't like to be like over the top, but like I like every once in a while try to do something. Yeah, you don't like to change the melody. Until, <laughs> you don't like to change the melody until you're finishing a song, and then right, you like to add a fun ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With right the, with the progressions, you like yeah, to, with different things like that. Yeah, but you don't like. You've never like. I've known yeah. you for a long time. You do not like to change the melody in hymns. No. You want? No, yeah. I don't. So. So we're doing, no, you're right. So we're doing one of my favorite hymns, which we're doing here on a beautiful arrangement coming up is Be Thou My Vision, yeah. right? And like, I love it so much. Oh, that, see, like that one speaks to me. Like mm-hmm. that one's like, cause see, like it's theology, but it's not. It's like, it's really just a cry. Like, be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be yeah. all else to me, save that thou art. That's a contemporary song. It's yeah. written with thicker words. Yeah. Thou my best thought by day or by night, waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. Riches I heed not, nor man's empty praise. Thou my inheritance, thou and always. Thou and thou only the first of my heart. High King of heaven, my treasure thou art. So what I said at the beginning was, I said, guys, we're going to sing. We had already been standing and singing for a while, and, and, and we had done a welcome time or whatever, and everybody was sitting. We were like in this little, I almost felt like a, I almost felt like a little cafeteria of a school or something. I don't I don't know, but everybody was just in chairs, you know. It was nice, it was bright. I remember being bright. It's a beautiful morning. And um, um, I was leading. I said, hey, we're singing Be Thou My Vision, and it's a beautiful song. And um, when we get to the verse that says, High King of Heaven, I want you all just to stand with me, and we'll sing it. And it was just really weird because it's not that big of a deal from the outsider looking in, but for me it was a big deal because we sang that second verse, you know, um, Riches I heed not, or I already went through that, right? Uh, man's going to praise, thou not my hair, thou the only first in my heart. And then the words to end that one are, High King of Heaven, my treasure thou art. Then the next verse, which what I was talking about, was High King of Heaven, my victory won, may I reach heaven's joys over mm. so, Like I was like, that's you stand, like you stand on that, you know, my victory won, may I reach heaven's joys, oh, bright heaven's son, heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still meet my vision, O oh, ruler of all. But at the end of the riches I heed not verse, it has that one little line mm-hmm. which says, High King of Heaven, my treasure. And everybody stood up in that line. And it hit me. I was like, whoa. That's not what I was talking about. But that's when I was like, wait. Like, this is worship leading. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Like, just that one little moment where I made a comment and, and, I, and God just kind of let me see it because what I was saying was, and seriously, wanting people like I want to, I want to admire the High King of Heaven. So at the last verse, let's just let's put some physical effort into it and let's stand and sing High King of Heaven. But the people heard me say High King of Heaven, and it showed up in that next verse before it, the verse before it, and then they responded there. Mm-hmm. 
And it was just like a reminder, like in that moment, like in worship leading, the people are wanting, yeah, needing leadership. And somebody's got to do it. Yeah. And I got to do that. Yeah. And then people responded. It was like, wow. Yeah. It was a powerful moment. It was a changer. It was a game changing moment for me. That's cool. That one little weird thing in upstate New York. Yeah. I think it was Ithaca. Pretty sure it was. Ithaca. There's a college there, I think. That's a cool name. I think so. Yeah. Pretty college. Kodak, the camera, Mm -hmm. it's up there too in that area. I did not know that. Yeah. It's an interesting story about the family. It's kind of a sad story. You should look it up sometime. Okay. Don't, you won't ever do that, but (laughs) it's interesting. (laughs) Well, anyways, you got any neat stories you need to share? I don't think so. So we should probably wrap up. It's been a good long chat. It has been a, a lot of good things happened in, has been in this one. I feel like we covered a lot of stuff. Quite a long chat. And as you as you've listened to these people, friends, friends of ours, or non friends, if anything has offended you, get over it. <laughs> I think that's just coming through your speakers. It is. I don't know why that's the case. It's not supposed to be. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you Sunday.